1: looking good yes
0: yes so head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all enjoy looking at something and saying oh I can't get anything done in 10 minutes saying how much can I get done in 10 minutes right
1: systems are about the processes that lead to those results yeah my goals is like that's the end thing right that's the thing I'm gonna measure if this were easy what would it look like we're so focused on figuring out the best way that we never do it at all says when preparation becomes a form of procrastination you need to change something
0: Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community
1: over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. (laughs) It's episode 168, The Atomic Habits Review book review book review it's book review time so if you're watching us on youtube
0: you see that we are in our comfy new environment i know we have new chairs yeah i just i feel like we're here to just sip on some tea
1: and discuss a good book <gasps> i brought my tea today i have my lebanese tea from lunch <laughs> cuz it is in fact at the recording time still quite hot here, yes (laughs) but hopefully by the time you hear this on October 24th it's really cool it's gotta be a little cooler it's gotta be delightful out of the 90s maybe you're in a cozy sweater maybe you Mm -hmm. have a hot tea today yeah but we're in our cozy chairs and I'm gonna bring us in like a blanket when it gets colder Mm -hmm. well it'll be you know who records sometimes like in bed (laughs) Caitlin Bristow Oh, yeah. Like, she's in bed with her microphone. I'm like, man, that that looks real cozy. But I think you would fall asleep 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm such a (laughs) napper. You're you're yawning during a lot of the episodes. I'm sorry. I
0: forgot to watch that. Mm -mm. I
1: forget. But Mm -hmm. now YouTube is, like, here with us in our cozy chairs. And Jay didn't put up any of the sound dampening. I'm telling you, I'm feeling a little naked in here. I know. Naked and nervous. I'm like <laughs> naked and afraid. I'm naked and afraid. I'm like, I don't know. Is it going to be okay? He didn't turn on the lights either. Like, I'm like, is it okay? I don't know. We'll see. I, sorry, YouTube, if it's not, but at least you can pretend like you're in our little cozy recording area.
0: Yeah. Okay. So in our Hustle Humbly community.
1: Yes, we
0: did a book club mm-hmm. with everyone just to get to know each other.
1: And well, it was I, really fun. I think everyone was loving your book club post from your local book club yes. on your social media. And so then we've talked about you being in this book club on the show before. <laughs> and and you even have a book club Instagram account now. Yeah. I feel like book clubs are a part of who you are.
0: Well, what's funny is I always love to read Growing up and in college, but I always read fiction. Okay. It allowed, it was my escape, Mm -hmm. but it was also just a way to like get other perspectives and, you know, dial into another story. I never was successful with reading business books, okay, self help books. So when y'all said y'all wanted to do a book club within the community, I was kind of nervous because this is. It's kind of a how-to, kind of a self-improvement, kind yeah. of a businessy book. Yep, I thought it would be difficult to get through, but it was not. Oh, no. Atomic Habits. It was so good. It's shockingly good. And I do feel like it helped my perspective. It helped me get over a few mental blocks I feel like I was having in a yes. few areas. It was yes. just so refreshing.
1: Um, let's start by saying Atomic Habits is a... An- Number one New York Times bestseller written by James Clear, and the actual title is Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, an Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. So, Atomic Habits, and that's like the, you know, underneath. I had been wanting to read this forever, but it's not been around that long, actually. It's a beautiful cover. It is a beautiful cover. YouTube can check it out. YouTube can check it out. Um, It's shiny and golden, but it was released in 2017. Oh. Did you know that?
0: And now someone just told me there's like a nine-week wait list for it on the apps.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you that... James Clear, we talked about this. Actually, it says copyright 2018. I think he wrote it in 2017. Um, had this crazy email list, right? Right. So he that's got, how this all started. He had his email newsletter was growing as he studied and talked about these topics, right, habit, habit forming, habit building, he got his newsletter up to like over 100,000 people, and then he wrote the book. So the book did not come before the audience. I just think it's riveting mm-hmm. that he basically kind of wrote the book through his email newsletter and then put it all together into a book. Yeah. And I think that's why the book is so good. He's really honed in on this information over a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Mm -hmm. Okay, but here are my overall thoughts because you said you read fiction books. I am not a reader because I'm a slow reader. And in my adult life, all I have read are business or like self-help-ish books, like all non-fictions. The only thing I have read as an adult. And yes, I have finished some books. I have also started a lot of books that I never finished. And when I got through to the second half of this book, I was like, I read the whole second half in one day. I what? Just could not believe how fast I read it. I was like, I mean, I did to be fair, I got the audiobook first. Okay. Cuz that is a better way for me. I can listen in the car. Yeah. I just it's it's better than me trying to read, okay? But when I started listening to this audiobook, I was taking so many notes that I was like, "Well, forget this. I I can't rewrite the whole book, so I bought a hard copy, and I took the notes in the book while I listened.
0: See, when I was listening to it in the car, I was having to pause it at every single red light to like make notes and write down these key takeaways, and then I realized, this is too much. I can't write it's all It's too this. good to listen yeah. to in the
1: car. Yeah. Now, the other thing I like about Atomic Habits that I think most business and self-help books fail at is that There are great stories Mm -hmm. woven through the book, Mm -hmm. or like, you know, examples that are really good stories. The thing I hate most about a business book is that they have one main idea. It's basically in the title. They get you, like, they tell you what it is in the first chapter, (laughs) and then they spend the subsequent 20 chapters trying to convince me that it's good and that it's right. Right. I'm like, I'm already, if I'm already bought in after chapter one, the rest of that becomes an annoyance to me. Yeah. Like, I don't need you to convince me for for me. This is taking me hours to read. You already have me. So (laughs) there's some books that I've started and been like, Ugh. Well, the title was the best part. I, like I already got, like I got it. I got everything I needed out of the foreword or chapter one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you do Blinkist? No, I
0: don't. I know what it is, though.
1: So Sarah, our friend of the show, Sarah Becker, does Blinkist. She's a big, big reader, and she reads, you know, all kinds of books, fiction, nonfiction, whatever. But she said she's loving Blinkist for the business books because it really does get that information down into a more concise and, like, so much quicker. Yeah. yeah. Don't keep selling me the deal. Mm-hmm. Like I've already bought. I've already bought your idea. I don't want you to keep selling it to me. So Blinkist sounds like it might be a good option. I think that's like a service you can pay for. Yeah, like it a, condenses the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a Cliff Notes. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, book. that's exactly what it is. So that's if you're not a, a reader like me, maybe a Blinkist is a way is the way to go. What is your What is your big takeaway from Atomic Habits? So you enjoyed reading the book. Like what? From the beginning,
0: okay. it was immediately refreshing because it celebrated small wins, yeah, small successes. Mm-hmm. I feel like we live in a world and we work in an industry where everything has to be very big, very big goals, very big announcements mm-hmm. all the time. All right. You know, everything is such a big deal. Big deal. Everything's a big deal. And it's a lot of pressure. And sometimes if you're like for me, like me, for example, I do thrive on productivity and accomplishing things. But if I only complete something 75%, I consider it like a fail. Oh, yeah. Whereas in this book, he's talking about tiny improvements will only make you better. Like, wow, you're 75% done. Look how close you are. Right. Um I
1: used to Or like look how far you've come.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And I used to feel like unless I could designate a whole day to something, I wasn't gonna do it. Right. So for like whenever I'm cleaning up my database, for example, we're in that season right now where I'm about to send out Christmas cards. Mm -hmm. So I'm cleaning out my database and it took six or eight weeks of me talking myself up.
1: <laughs> You're psyching to, yourself into Sitting
0: it. down to yeah. do it because it seemed like such a daunting task. And I would say, that's it. On Tuesday, I'm not going to do anything except my database. But mm-hmm. then like one small thing would come up on Tuesday and I'd be mm-hmm. like, that's it. I can't do it. Yeah. And so one of my takeaways from the first half of the book that I remember was really helpful for me was instead of looking at something and saying, Like, oh, I can't get anything done in 10 minutes saying, how much can I get done in 10 minutes? Right. Like, oh, I have 10 minutes while I'm waiting for this client to get here. Instead of scrolling on Instagram for 10 minutes, I'm just going to do the letter A's in my database. Yeah. So like little progresses at the end of the day. Right.
1: Are really make a huge impact. Yeah, he tells that story of the um, plane that's like one degree off course. And then like the plane has taken off from California to fly to New York and it's one degree off course. But by the time it arrives... At its destination it ends up in like washington dc or yes. whatever it's
0: not even close that one tiny degree uh-huh over the course of time right, makes over time. a really big
1: difference it makes a huge difference but he says it also works in the reverse one small positive change over time compounds like compound interest is the way that it's yeah. described and it was really interesting to see like the examples he gives like he does the um the bicycle team. Mm-hmm. Were they the British? The English bicycles? The, oh, the cycling which, team. Yeah, the cycling team that was I never good. I think it was British. Good. Yeah, they were... Well, it's British. They they were terrible. And then they started making all these little changes. Very like, small changes. They changed their mattress. Or they changed, yeah. like one, like, they kept their bikes in a certain environment that didn't get dusty. Like, it was just none of it was like they changed everything about the way they train, but they changed all these little things and the little things eventually added up to make like a big, huge impact and they became like Olympic champions. Yeah. Yeah, It it was really wild to listen to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I just like the stories that he told were so effective to be like, oh. There
0: was one analogy he gave that really stuck with me. And it was about um, there was a man in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and someone asked him, do you feel so confined to this wheelchair? Like, do you resent the chair because this is your life? And he said, absolutely not. I am so thankful for this chair. Like right. without this chair, I would be bedbound. Yeah. I would have no way to get out and about. And I went, oh my gosh, what a perspective change. Right. And it it made me think like the fact that pretend like there was no wheelchair mm-hmm. and you were bedbound. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was invented. <laughs> right. Like, oh my gosh, are you for real? I can get out. I can get out and about yes. and go do all these things.
1: You'd be like, freedom. It was a light bulb moment for me. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I said, highlighted half of this book. <laughs> it's totally over the top. But I did like stew it down into like my favorite quote from each chapter. And then I would still be like writing notes on everything. But I love that. This is one of my favorites. Too often, we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I can't get big results unless I do. Like, I've got a prospect for four hours every morning. Like, no. Well,
0: I think in real estate, we are being told that a lot. Yes. And so... It's very easy to get discouraged because a lot of the things that we are told we are mm-hmm. supposed to be doing yeah, um, is actually not attainable. Even here in our market, at one point, we had this coach that was kind of like, hanging. you know, he was marketing to real estate agents, coaching, coaching, coaching. But at the end of the day, if you really did some research, he once was an agent that never could make it. Right. And so now... So he's there telling people if you want to be successful, you need to be he was a big he was big into door knocking.
1: Oh. You need to be
0: door knocking. You need to be calling the phone book calling and like and here's book. the thing, he was telling people to do things that he's not doing. Right. And so the whole point of me using that as an example is you need to be careful who you're listening to. Yeah. If you're a new agent out there, the people or the sources that are telling you to do these big dramatic things—are they doing those? Things? Yeah, right. Are they actually working? Right. Like maybe that
1: it feels like the right thing to say, but it may not be the truth. Yeah, I think a lot of times we do look outward, especially if we're trying to make a change or reach a goal or do something, and we don't look in. We're like, "What are you doing? What are your activities?" And that's what I think happens in this book. It really gets so small, like. What do you do every day? What are the small things that you're doing? And then uh, he says, you get what you repeat. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, what can you do every day that you can handle? When we were just doing book club, you um, brought up the, the point where he says, what's something you can do on your worst day? Yes. Like, what's something you can handle on your worst day?
0: Yes. He he talks about how people get excited and mm-hmm. hyped up when they're goal setting. Yep. And they get over motivated, basically. And they set these big lofty goals. And he said, instead of asking ourselves what we should do on our best days, ask yourself, will I still be able to achieve this goal if I'm having a bad day, if I'm tired, Yeah. if the kids are sick? Right. Like, what are my are my goals attainable for my area of life and not just when I'm really excited?
1: Yeah. Right. You when have, you're over motivated. Right. Over you, motivated. They have to be
0: things that are so easy that you could do on autopilot.
1: Yeah. Look, exactly right. What when you're thinking about adding something to your business or your life, can right. Can you do it on your worst day? Can you do it like when you're feeling so it has to be small. Yeah. You don't have time to be like, I'm going to run for an hour every day. Right. And then you're having a bad day with a lot of appointments or maybe you don't feel your best and you're like, oh, I still got to run for an hour. But what if you were just running for five minutes? And so many people set goals that are usually like an hour a day or
0: something like that. Well, they that. shoot and for the said, moon. Yes. And hope to land in the stars. Is that the – Yeah, yeah. But,
1: but that doesn't work. He said, start with two minutes two minutes minutes. anyone could do anything for for two two minutes. Say
0: I'm using my database as an example, but say I said, you know what, I'm going to sit down at my computer and set a two minute timer and see how much I can get done. But what happens is over time, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Eventually you get to where you're like, you want to
1: keep going yeah, because it's getting easier. Well, and you've, you've done exactly what we're trying to do. Developed a habit towards that thing. So like once the hardest part of you doing it was just getting started. Yeah. For six weeks, you thought about, I need to do this. You didn't do any of it. No. You'd have been done. Mm -hmm. If you just did two minutes every day. Done. You'd already been done.
0: And he said like, what is the first step? of what you need to do. So whatever that thing is, let's say you want to write a newsletter. Okay. And you just have always wanted to do it, but you just don't even, it seems like such a big daunting task. Mm -hmm. Like what do you feel like step one, if you had to get super small with it? He gets it real small. Like step one would be. Like you might say step one would be collect email addresses. Right. But he would be like, no, it's not. No. Okay. Well, what are you going to, how are you going to do that? What is step one to collecting
1: email addresses? I mean, like you have to open your computer, right? Yes. That's, yes. What, that's yes. what he wants you to do. Not wa- yes. That would be your goal. Right. I'm going to open my computer to make a newsletter yes. today. Step not two would be like, um
0: to open my software. Right. Get your email service provider. Right. MailChimp or right. whatever you want to use. Yes. Yeah. So he just keeps going deeper and deeper into, but why right. and what? Yes. What is the first step down? Down to like if you if your motivation, he uses a lot of physical, you know, exercise motivation um, examples, such as if you want to get up earlier to go to the gym, mm-hmm. the first week. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Set your alarm for five thirty but don't go. <laughs> right, just
1: just set the alarm. Just get
0: into the habit of the first week of setting your alarm, and then you can turn it off and go back to sleep.
1: Right. Week two, go to the gym. Maybe week two is just set your alarm and put on your exercise clothes. Yes. And that's yes. it. Yeah. And then week three is you set your alarm, you put on your exercise clothes, and you drive to the gym. And then week four yeah. is like you set your alarm, Put on your exercise clothes, drive to the gym, go inside. and then Like, you can make it really small. But I think where most
0: people discount or even take it as a negative that they only went to the gym for 20 minutes. Right, but
1: that's amazing. Yes.
0: And that's what was so great about this book is that it just really took the pressure off of ma- of having to be so super productive. Yeah, and
1: he gives all of this really practical advice about how to do. I mean, like really specific advice, mm-hmm. like habit stacking, and d- like like he's going really through. Like, you want to make a habit? Here are the steps mm-hmm. to make a good habit. But one of the things that I really enjoy, and we've already brought up goals in this episode, is that in the book he's saying, forget about your goals. Yeah. Focus on your systems. Mm -hmm. So it's not about your goals. It's about what is the system. So Mm -hmm. you know me being a systems person. I was like, this book speaks so much (laughs) to me. (laughs) It's like it said goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those results. Yeah. Like goals is like that's the end thing, right? That's the thing I'm going to measure. But the systems are what I used to get there.
0: So if your goal was to do 20 push-ups. You would, you would get so discouraged if you just got down on the ground and tried to do 20 push-ups. Right, right. It, it would be a sad situation for myself. Right. Okay? But he's saying, what if you said, I'm going to do one push-up a day for a week, yeah. and then I'm going to do two push-ups a day. Right. And um, another example, he always talked about having some sort of prompt. Yes. Something that lets you know, oh, it's time to do this. Right, it's the cues. The cues. So, for example... When I press start on the coffee machine, I'm going to do push-ups or hold a plank until the coffee's finished. Right. What else would you be doing?
1: Staining. Yeah. Staring at it. Mm-hmm. Scrolling your Instagram. Right. <laughs> this book should have also been like, things you can do when you're not scrolling on social media. <laughs> things
0: to do instead of Instagram. Right,
1: because he's telling us, a tiny pocket of time can be enough to build your a good habit. Yeah. And we're taking our tiny pockets of time and filling them with literal, just... Mindless. Mindless. Right. Like, we're not... And it's very interesting to think, what if... On your phone where you scroll every time, now you have in your notes app, maybe you want to journal. Maybe that's your big goal. Like You want to figure out what you want to do with your life and so you're going to journal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe you decide, I'm going to journal for one minute a day. Now that when you go to log into your Instagram and scroll, instead of that, you hit your notes app and you just type for a minute. Yeah.
0: And, and to put it into real estate terms too, whenever he was talking about a prompt – so, some examples that we had talked about in the book club with the community is whenever I have a closing, they always email me a copy of the closing document. Right. Well, that's my prompt to close out that file, to do Mm -hmm. my closing systems. So I can't get rid of that email until I have filed the paperwork where it's supposed to go, written the agent a thank you letter, put the client in my database. Mm -hmm. Like what, you know, I just go down my closing checklist and then once that's done, I can get rid of the email. Yeah, I can check it off of my to-do
1: list, but that's how I know this is my prompt. I like a good prompt. For any like if this then that right yes that's yes. So, that's a lot about what email templates are mm-hmm. if this then send this template yes and that should eliminate a lot of the stuff that you're gonna have to do mm-hmm. um it's mindless it's so mindless. it's just autopilot things that you yeah. can put
0: into place for your business mm-hmm. that is just automatic right for sure whenever i get a phone call and it's a new Buyer or seller. While I'm on the phone with them, I open Trello. Yeah, and I immediately, while they're talking, that's where I put all my notes, and it saves me a whole step
1: because yes. I, I'm just, I'm just putting it where it goes. That's my prompt. Yeah, I like that. Um, whenever while we're talking about cues, one of my favorites was to make the cues of your good habits obvious and the cues of your bad habits invisible. Mm. So instead of having Instagram on your home screen, maybe you take it off of your, your you know, it's just in your app drawer and you have to go through a whole shebang to like find it, right? Yeah. So your bad habit is gone, but maybe your good habit now in its place is your notes app where you're going to journal. Yes. Or whatever, you know, like maybe your good habit is that you keep your exercise clothes out You know, in the morning, like you got them out the night before and they're out in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, there's, there's what I needed. It's right there in front of me. So easy. Here's my big water, you know, bottle or whatever you're Mm -hmm. trying to do. Make the cue for your good habit, like very readily, like there, obvious. And the Mm -hmm. cue for your bad habit, invisible.
0: Like one of the things at night, I plug my laptop in Mm -hmm. so that the next morning I can like just sit at my desk and open it and it's charged. charged. It's good to go. Right. That's a cue for me.
1: But it gets it away from you, too. Yeah. So it can't Put work it anymore. away. Right. Got to leave you here. Yeah. it's really good. Yeah. I think that works for people, too, that like to um, charge their phone in another room. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're charging your phone during dinner or, like, whatever, you're just getting it away from you so that you can focus on what you want to do mm-hmm. instead of what you don't want to do. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. What do we mention almost every episode? email templates. You're right. We sure do. <laughs> and after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have <laughs> copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I've sure. never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What? You can get all of our email templates from our course, Email Templates 101. Tell the people about it. Our course has
0: all of the email templates you would need to send to your buyers and your sellers and your clients that are buying and selling at the same time. Exactly. (laughs) To get through every step of the transaction and giving them information that they need for where they are in the transaction.
1: It's great because you never forget to tell them something.
0: Yes, and we've already done all the work for you. We wrote them and you can personalize them. Yes. And just feel organized knowing that
1: templates with an s 101.com email templates 101.com yes head over for reviews and all of the specifics wonderful okay enjoy okay what are some of your other like favorite thoughts you know what one
0: of my favorite things that he talked about let me hear it how we really have to it's all mindset you know we love mindset stuff but how he's saying you really have to think about it as thinking of yourself in a better light. Yeah. Like instead of saying I'm trying to get more organized, yes. you say I'm very organized. Yes. You speak it, or like right. if you're he used the example of smoking.
1: Wait, can I? Can I? Yes. Okay. You should I died when I was reading this book because I don't remember what page it was on. Whenever he's talking about this, I literally write on page 30, when I quit smoking, I kept telling myself, I am not a smoker. Yeah, so L- he's saying... on page 32, he says... You wrote OMG. I wrote OMG, me. He says, they no longer... He literally gives the same example. No thanks. Like if someone declines by saying, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. Right. Instead of saying, I'm trying to quit, they would say, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. Yeah. Like you have to actually speak to the person... He used it in weight loss, too, or, like, if you're, you're on a health journey, it was like, um, uh, or, like, I'm trying to lose weight. It would be like, you know, I'm a healthy person or I yeah. make healthy food choices or whatever. When you sit down to
0: order at lunch, you look at the menu and you say, what would a healthy person order? Yeah. They would order this. Great. That's what I'll order. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, though? So if you're trying to quit smoking and someone offers you a cigarette, don't really, say, I'm oh, not a smoker. I'm, yeah, I'm not a smoker.
1: Right. Not, not I'm trying to I'm quit. trying
0: to quit or I'm trying to become a runner. No, I'm a runner. Yeah.
1: <gasps> Isn't that so I, powerful, Just though? saying it makes something like actually like, click what, in my brain. It, I don't know how I naturally – because I was relatively young when I quit, but I don't know how – I came to that and I smoked every day. Like I was a smoker. I still cannot believe you were. I a totally identified as a smoker. For nearly 8 years I smoked quite a lot. Totally identified as a smoker. And when Jay and I started dating, so it's been like almost 20 years, um he was like no. No, no, no. Mm-mm. We're not doing this. Mm-mm. And so I'm like I got to quit cuz I don't want I want to like I like him. I like him. I got to quit. And I just, I just naturally came to that. I just would be like, I'm not a smoker. Hmm. I feel like a lot of what um, James Clear does in this book felt natural to me. Did you feel yes. that
0: way when you read it? Like when someone names a feeling you've been having, yeah. but you thought it was only you that ever really thought right. or felt that way. And then you go,
1: wow. Yeah, and now three million, over 3 million copies have been sold. And maybe a lot of people are like, yes, this feels intuitively what he is this feels right
0: teaching feels so right and i think in the complete opposite that's why what we hear in society or in business feels so forced. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to do that. Right. It feels so hard. Like,
1: if it feels icky, you should not do it. No, it should not be that hard. And that's, hard. you know, like, they they're try to frame it with, you should get out of your comfort zone. I mean, like, I'm all for you pushing yourself in a positive manner. Yeah. Like, maybe you're not comfortable running and you want to be a runner and you're going to run one minute a day. Fine. But I I would never say go out and run two miles. No. That's stupid. No. Yeah. Just doesn't make any sense.
0: And discouraging.
1: There because you're gonna fail. Yeah. You can't stick with that. So if you it would be a negative experience. Very negative. Um, I loved this part about okay, he says surround yourself with people who have the habits you want to have yourself. Mm -hmm. You'll rise together.
0: I love
1: that. So like it's nice because we did read this in community and it's been kind of nice being in community and having these other agents who kind of like have the same vibe as – no one is showing up in the community group and being like, who's gone door knocking today? No. Like (laughs) who's done all their cold calling today? Have you put in your – have you dialed – did you dial for dollars today? Oh my gosh. Yeah. One day we're going to do an episode on all the real estate terms that I hate. Okay. Like that make me want to physically be ill. And, and then dispel these myths. Dial for dollars is one of them. Oh, that's funny. So yuck. But think about... So we're in a place now where other people are like focused on their treating their clients well and getting repeat and referral business and staying in front of their database and actually having a database and like... Yeah. And and not putting work first. Right. You know, like putting your friends and
0: family first. Because you
1: do get that kind of nice validation from others. But you can also be like, like right now you're fixing up your database and, you know, going through and before it's time to actually send those cards. Well, great. Other people are going to hear that you have those good habits, even though you felt like you struggled to get there. Yeah. But they'll be like, well, Alyssa's doing it. I can do it too. For sure. So surround yourself with people who have the habits that you want to have. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really good tip. That is good. You know, remove yourself from the people you don't. I literally could go through this whole book and read you page after page. Um, Okay. What else? Oh, I know what else I want to talk about that we talked about in group. In the – third section of this book, it's called Make It Easy. Mm-hmm. And I heard this quote that I have to share, not from James Clear in this book, but a couple of days ago, I listened to another podcast and this quote was from Tim Ferriss. And he said, if this were easy, what would it look like? Mm. Like if this were easy, so whatever you're doing, like, prepping for a new buyer consult or sending out your Christmas cards or, you know, updating your database. If this were easy, what would it look like? Mm-hmm. I just think it's also good to take that pause and be like, what's the simplest way to do this? Yeah. Like, what's what the- is step one? Right. The simplest. I only want to do step one. Mm-hmm. Maybe once you do step one, though, then you're, you're like on the right path, right? Well,
0: he was saying, too, the problem is We're so focused on figuring out the
1: best way that we never do it at all. Yeah, we need to be more focused on what's the easiest way. Yeah. like Not the best way, what's the easiest way to get this
0: done? This would be a good time to go listen to the episode on perfection.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Done is better than perfect. Uh It is. It really is. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's so funny. there are little things that you can do that might take a little setup, though. Like we were talking about that in the in book club. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you've done that you only have to do once, or that is, a, it's like it, you just get it done and then it, it changes everything? So the examples he gave were if you get blackout curtains, right? That's
0: gonna benefit you every night and you never have to do anything again. You only need to
1: do it once. If you
0: get a water filter added to your tap, right? You will benefit every day from that. You know, it's so it's what is like one thing that you can put into place yeah. that
1: just helps you. Right. And we talked about um, like having your clothes, like a, a closing, closing, gift closing gift ready to go. in your closet ready to go. Like right. Instead of,
0: instead of reinventing the wheel every closing and putting together a basket right, of it. your client's favorite things and killing yourself running right. all over town. Don't do that. You say every buyer gets this, every seller
1: gets this. It's simple, it's just the same thing. It's easy, that's like buyer and seller folders. Like I just grab my folder and I go to my appointment. Yeah. It just couldn't be easier, like it's already done. It is a once a quarter task that I could probably do once a year to stuff folders. I mean like I don't, it it doesn't take, maybe it takes an hour that time Mm -hmm. and then it's, they're there. And you're just like, oh look, I'm ready to go. Really leaves you a lot of space in your life to actually be living and not be like stressing about how to perfectly prepare for everything. Right. (laughs) It's the other thing.
0: I was in a um, mastermind at one point, and it was just some a few different agents like over all over the country. Okay. Um, but they would. There was this one particular person that. At the end, we always say like what our goal is for the month. And then when we come back the next month, we start the meeting by saying how that went. Okay. And there's this one man and he, I mean, he was probably in his 50s and he kept saying like, I know this is crazy, but I really want to do like video. Okay. Um, Either video emails or everyone's telling me like I have to do video, video, video. Okay. And he wanted to. And the next month it would be like, well, I never did do it because um, I didn't know if I needed to use BombBomb Bomb or if right. I needed to use the Google video or if I, and, and someone spoke up and said, hey, look, make the first couple with your phone. Yeah. No software, nothing fancy. Right. And it was like, he had a light bulb moment of for months I have been treading this off, right. procrastinating. And in the book, he says you have to be cautious about motion mm-hmm. because what's the quote he shared about? Oh, God! Um, when progress becomes procrastination. Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're sp- pr- when preparation uh-huh. becomes a form of procrastination. Yeah, like you're like. I've been working
1: on this flyer for six hours. Just finish it already. Right. Or just do the video. Or Yes. It says when preparation becomes a form of procrastination, you need to change something. Yes. Like you're just, oh, well, I'm researching BombBomb. Or, oh, I'm looking up new uh, cameras for my like, I'm trying to find webcams. the best database. No. I'm trying to find
0: the best system. Right.
1: How many times do we get the question, what's the best CRM?
0: Oh my gosh, so many. If you go to any <laughs> real estate group, it's always, what CRM are you using? Agents have spent hours and hours and hours
1: wasted researching, CRMs. even trying to use a new one. I Not, know. We're just like, can you just put it onto this simple Excel spreadsheet? Thank you. Right. <laughs> like it's it, because I think it's all of that research, all of that preparing is just a way for you to put off that progress. So it is important to be, actually but the motion has to be the actual habit not the preparing to do the thing right you just do it just do it Mm -hmm. there's so many times that i've just done it and been like that wasn't so great but it's done yeah and it usually has
0: results i was thinking about that when you shared in your recent email about the tile that was
1: cracked yeah oh god and how
0: you put it off for so long because you (sighs) thought it would be this huge big ordeal to do that tile yeah and then he did it in 20 minutes 20 minutes done
1: no that this, is, this is no this is no good but that's what we do we and then it was like this mental to do list that stuck with you right and weighing you down when you're like i in the amount of time that i've like written this from one to do list to the next i could have just done it you know what i mean right, like right. i kept transferring it from one list to the other one i'm like why don't i just do these that's things that's how i
0: was before i got super organized in my email i was a Over organized organizer. Yeah, like I had folders mm -hmm. within folders within folders, and colored coding things. And I'm like, by the time I'll never find anything. It would take so long. The motion that
1: you were doing felt organizing. It it
0: felt productive, but it was a
1: lot. Like when you get to the end of the day, and you're like, "What did I do all day? I was working. Nothing. I did nothing. Nothing productive, really. I know. Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, A lot of the other stuff that's in the book that makes you feel really good is like he talks about being lazy and how that's kind of like your like standard and that you really have to work within those parameters. He's like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Just make everything easy. Make it easy for yourself. If you're lazy and you don't want to. If you know that. About yourself. He's like every that is the natural inclination. Oh, that was such a great quote. I'm going to find it for you. It is the natural inclination for everyone is to keep their environment the same. That's the way your brain is structured. Like, you don't want to change. Like No. Your when brain you, is like... Even
0: if it's a better improvement. Even if you say, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. and go for a 10-minute jog, your brain is going to be like, hold on. This is not what we do. Yeah. It's going to give you uh-huh. resistance. It's it's like a... it's yeah. and, and we're not just saying that because he said it in the book. He says it is a actual biological response that your brain is designed to keep level status quo don't no changes no any change even positive you will be met with resistance yeah your brain will
1: resist i know i found it it's conventional wisdom holds that motivation is the key to habit change Maybe if you really wanted it you'd actually do it. Mm. But the truth is our real motivation is to be lazy and to do whatever is convenient. <laughs> and yes. despite what the latest productivity bestseller will tell you, this is a smart strategy, not a dumb one. The law least the law of least effort, which states that when deciding between two similar options, people will naturally gravitate toward the option that requires the least amount of work. Mm. I mean...
0: Wisely so. Right? Like, you're like not... Like, work smarter, not harder. Be more
1: efficient. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very interesting. So it's just... And also good to kind of like... After reading this book, I feel like I just recognize these things more. Like, you just recognize yes. those patterns. It's like, oh, well, it'd be really easy to just habit stack this. Or yeah. like, do this a little bit. Just do it a little bit. I feel like this yeah. book could have been called... Just do it just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little like bit. bit. Mm-hmm.
0: But really, atomic is because he's talking about like the size
1: of an atom. the tiniest unit. The
0: tiniest unit of matter.
1: But doesn't it sound huge? Atomic habits. But it actually is tiny changes. Tiny. Tiny. Microscopic. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, Okay. Anything else important that you want to make sure they know about? Um, uh, I do want to mention, so we did this book in the community, in the book club. And if you want to be there for our next book, the doors are open now if you're listening in real time. If you're listening at a different time than when this was originally aired, you can go to the website and we'll like have find to check out. back. But we had such fun in Book Club. It was really nice. I mean, we just got together, we discussed it, yeah. we shared our examples. Um It's also like a built-in accountability group because I probably would still be reading this. Yeah. Me personally. That right. would I <laughs> like- But you had a
0: deadline. I was like, I gotta do this. Can't
1: let the group I down. I can't let the group down. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's another good quote. Too often we fall into an all or nothing cycle with our habits. The problem is thinking that if you, yeah, if you can't do something perfectly, then you shouldn't do it at all. See, that's been my struggle like my whole life is wanting
0: it to be done the right way Mm -hmm. and being able to sit down and do it all in one sitting instead
1: of Right. Taking advantage of the 10 minutes I have. No, I'm like, oh, I have to have perfect conditions. This is so the perfection episode too. Yeah. But it's really helpful because I felt like there were some strategies in this book that could help you through that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, An accountability partner can create an immediate cost to inaction. Cost to inaction, because you're going to let them down, right? We care deeply about what others think of us, and we do not want others to have a lesser opinion of us.
0: Right, like Katie didn't even finish the book.
1: I'd be like, I'm so embarrassed. I would have been so embarrassed. But I think that's interesting. So he talks about accountability in the book.
0: So in the book, he talked about how scientists have actually discovered... Oh, God, what? That our brains never developed to adapt to a delayed return environment oh yeah so he's saying now in today's modern world Mm -hmm. it's delayed return right back then when you were hunting and foraging right it was always immediate Mm -hmm. but now you have to do things for so long before you see positive results and that's why so many people drop out. Yeah. One of my favorite analogies he gave was the ice cube. Oh, yes. Melting the mm-hmm. ice cube. So there's the ice cube, okay?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it starts at zero degrees. Mm-hmm. And one degree at a time, it's warming up. So the temperature is changing ever so slowly. And so many people give up on it melting at like 30 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it's been way too long. It's been 30 days and this ice cube has not happening. melted. Mm-hmm. But they didn't realize that they were only two degrees away right. from it melting. You're right around the corner. Yeah, it was right there. Don't give there. up. It was right there. So many people give up right. before they even reap what the benefit. What they
1: say? A minute before the miracle?
0: Yes. Yes. A minute before the miracle is when the amazing things happen. I mean... But our culture values the present yeah. more than the future. Yeah. So we feel like we want to be happy right now. Mm-hmm. So I want to do this right now, and then later I wish I would have
1: done. I wish I would have done. I wish I would have done it
0: then. You know?
1: Right. Oh my gosh. That's
0: like so the quote: um, "The best time to plant a tree, yes, is I love this
1: one
0: today. No, is a hundred years ago. Yeah, second best time. And the second best time is today." today. Yeah. Yeah. The time is going to pass anyway. Right. Just do it so now. So you may as well just start now. And then in eight years, you'll <sighs> but be you know, really this glad. This is so
1: true for real estate because it is like a... It's compounding your activities. It's not going to turn immediately. You're not going to, you know, reach out to everyone in your database today and someone buys a house today. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. No. But if you're reaching out to them on a regular basis or in meaningful ways, it will it produce will results. Yeah. It will. Like it's it's almost impossible for it to not produce a result. But will that be in a year? Will it be in three years? I don't know. But if you stop, then you're never gonna you're never going to get there. Like mm-hmm. you have to just keep doing it. Um, Here is a great quote that is perfect for real estate, perfect for our show. It says, you don't have to build the habits everyone else tells you to build. Choose the habit that best suits you, not the one that is most popular. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, like. Doesn't matter what everyone else in your office is doing, everyone in your accountability group is doing, your best friend at work is doing. It doesn't matter if that habit doesn't suit you, if those, you know, cold calls or pop-by's or door knockings or open houses, if those don't suit you.
0: Well, what you're really good at could be very different than what I'm really good at. It probably is. He also said that his one of the questions he gets a lot is how long does it take to develop a habit? Oh. And he said, it's not really about the time. Mm -hmm. It's about the repetition. So it's not about, did you wake up for three weeks to go to the gym? It was how many times in that three weeks. Yeah. So the more that you repeat the action, Mm -hmm. the habit will just happen. But So it could be three weeks for one person, but it could take another person three months because they were just moving slower. Right. So same goes how we say the first three years are the hardest. But Mm -hmm. if you weren't doing what you were supposed to the first three years, your clock never started. Didn't didn't count. So then years three three through six may be your hardest because you just now at year three started doing what you were supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. So good. Mm -hmm. Oh, the secret to getting results that last is to never stop making improvements. It's remarkable what you can build if you just don't stop. He always
0: talks about just 1% better a day. Yeah, I feel like... Of all the books I have
1: ever read, this is by far the most quotable book. Yeah. So many quotes So in it. many quotes. Well, if
0: you go follow James Clear on Instagram, the <gasps> quotes are there for you. Also,
1: his email newsletter is still fabulous. I didn't get it before I read the book, but I'm no, getting yeah. it now. Do you get it? I do. <gasps> It's so good. And mm-hmm. the other thing is, if you end up buying this book, I haven't had a chance to really dive into all of them, but you can e- – I did do this part. You can easily email your receipt and to a certain email address, and then he they send you back like all of these bonus materials. Yeah, and we don't – we don't get anything. No, we're not we're affiliated not per- with James Clear James, in any way. James
0: Clear does not know who we are and we no. are not affiliated with let's, him. Let's we tag do, James we don't get Clear. anything from your purchase. We just really liked the book. We really liked the
1: book. <laughs> we're just giving it a positive review, but if James Clear hears
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to come talk to us, we'd love oh to my talk God. to you, James. How crazy
1: would that be? That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Y'all go tag James Clear yeah. and tell him he needs to be on the hustle. Yeah, go, podcast. Everyone email James Clear and tell him he needs to be on the hustle podcast. I'd be like, podcast. what is this? I mean, after surely a hundred or so emails, he'd be like, what is this? Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, guys. We should use this method <laughs> more often. Can you guys just yes. um okay? I think that I have reached all of my notes on this. Although I could read you quotes literally all day. Yeah, I know. So many. I have way more notes, but we're running out of time. I I feel like, I don't know, because I'm not sitting at the computer in our fancy new setup. I feel like it's about that time. I feel like we have an internal clock. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to do a toast for us today? Yes. So we had four
0: participants in our book club that really really spoke up and and shared with us. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to toast the four... Members of our Hustle Humbly community. I love it. Robin Bruno from New Orleans, Louisiana. Love it. Amanda Calhoun from Maryland. Okay. Emily Neely from Lafayette, Louisiana. And Janice... Pega from Pennsylvania. I love it. It was so. fun. It was just such a great book club, and I wanted to thank these ladies for participating yes. and not being afraid. Not to being speak afraid. Up. To, yeah, that was just so wonderful. So
1: when everyone participates, it's so fun, and yeah. they deserve a, a shout out, a and little cheers. toast, a little... especially on the book club episode. I know. So if you want to be there, remember for okay. next book club. You need to join the community, which is available right now. So you can just go to the website, hustlehumblypodcast.com, click on the little membership link, and jump on in there. Come join us, friends. Come join us because it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. And everyone's being behaving so nicely in the group. No one is annoying. No one is asking crazy it's questions. very positive. It's, it's a positive, positive environment. So we'll keep doing it. Because if they start misbehaving, we're out.
0: Yeah. Bye
1: guys. Bye. <laughs>
0: like we there's we're, plenty of real estate groups whoa. that are negative. Oh, that is definitely not, not what, what we the want. community
1: is about. Not what we are about at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that's it for today. That was wonderful. I feel weird. Go get the, the book. Bye. Yes, go get the book and tell James to come be on the yeah. show. <laughs> okay. So goodbye. Funny. Bye guys. See you later.